Hi everyone, my name is Joel Ognwemi, and welcome back to another episode of the best podcast you'll ever see. The radio isotope that I'm going to talk about today is Technetium 99M, or in symbolic form, TC99M. The reason to why I chose to talk about Technetium 99M is because I'm very interested in the medical field, not because I wanted to copy everyone else and get info from them. I really wanted to choose a radioisotope that's applicable to researching, diagnosing, and treating diseases, because I'm very curious. Even though TC98 is Technetium's most stable isotope, I decided to research Technetium 99M because it affects that will be much more appealing to not only me, but also to the people watching this podcast at this very moment. So many of us wonder, how did Technetium even come to be? The production of Technetium 99M seems straightforward as it is currently produced in Lucas Heights. So we start off with the stable non-radioactive isotope of molybdenum on shorter form MO. MO98 that occurs naturally can also be produced using fission. Once this molybdenum-98 has been bombarded with one neutron, it forms MO99 as it increases by one neutron, also increasing by its atomic mass by one. This isotope then decays using beta decay in order to form technetium-99M as it increases by one proton, causing a change in its atomic number. The main decay of technetium 99M would be by gamma emission. About less than 88% of the time it is mainly used in the medical aspect of things. About 98% of this gamma decay from technetium 99M results in 140.5 kilo electron volt gamma rays, as the remaining 1.4% are gamma rays that have slightly increased their energy by 2.1 kilo electron volts. However, there are many alternative methods to produce technetium 99M that are very efficient since technetium 99M is even found naturally. Technetium is also able to be produced using naturally occurring reactors. Even though I couldn't find much information for why the cases that technetium 99M cannot be found naturally, we can only assume that it's because its forms and isotopes are too unstable due to their access of neutrons. According to the head of Anstos, Dr. Juan Reno, he explained that if an atom has an equal number of neutrons and protons, then it is generally stable. However, if it has too few or too many neutrons, then that particular element is unstable. That is why TC99M cannot be found naturally. Then we ask the question, why go through all this effort just to produce one isotope? Well, Technetium-99M and its other isotopes are produced simply because of how important they are in nuclear medicine. Wiener stated the known fact that this isotope is used in about 80% of the nuclear medicine procedures in this entire world. The reason why we use Technetium-99M is because it has a huge advantage as it has a half-life of 6 hours and can be produced by beta decay from molybdenum that has a half-life of 67 hours. What does this mean, you ask? Well, you can simply store MO-99 in the hospital and then you can isolate the Technetium-99M for patient use when it, has, when it is necessary. 
it is because of how short the Half-Life of Technetium 99M is that makes it such a really effective detector as it can quickly clear the body after an imaging process. Another benefit to using Technetium 99M is because it can be used as a radioactive tracer as it doesn't cause damage to the body. And the one gamma ray that it emits allows doctors to get a great view of where the isotope in the body is. However, there is in fact a downside of using the procedure as it produces waste in the form of technetium-99, which has to be immobilized in order to prevent harm to the environment. We've been overlooking this problem because of how effective technetium-99 is, and I think we have to take it into account much more. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you guys when I produce my rap videos. J-Dog out.